dropshipping wasn't big like three, four years ago. Like no one really knew what like creating an online business was actually like hundreds of thousands of dollars yeah. I literally spent. I'm not even kidding. When I was 18 and 19 because I didn't know how to manage money. Yeah. And then you get hit with tax and you're like, oh my God, like taxes. What is tax? I don't, I've, I've never dealt with tax before. Mm. Oh my God, I'm going to make a million dollars. And there's nothing wrong with thinking like that too. Mm. Like, I remember when I was first starting out with drop shipping, like, oh, that's what fueled me. Like, literally, that's what fueled me. I was so excited. What is up, money makers? You're listening to Before the Money. I am Jack William. This is the show where we deep dive into the unfiltered truths, wins, and lessons of really impressive people living a life by design. Now, I'm excited for this episode because it's going to challenge you and it is going to motivate the fuck out of you. If you're not profusely rewriting your goals by the end of today, we haven't done our job. All right. So, this is a special episode. He is a returning guest. We were just chatting beforehand that it's been two fucking years since he was before on Before the Money. Episode number 10. So, for all you long-term listeners, that might have given away who my guest is today. But one year ago, I'm going to give you a recap of where he was because the crazy thing about this man is everything that he says just seems to come into existence and that's not by accident, all right? And we're going to get into that today. So, one year ago, he was drop shipping. He just cleared his first $100,000 or six figures in profit. Um, he had his very own apartment. He had just started his education company, Ecom Academy. And he was cruising around the Gold Coast in his Mazda 3, which he likes to call the Mazda Rati. <laughs> and we had conversations about that car and his manifestation and stuff. So, I'm excited to kind of get the reverse end of where he was at because now, flash forward two years, he's now whipping his brand new Mercedes CLA 45 AMG which he had bold on his vision board. He told me on that episode that that's the car he was going to get, right? He is 100% focused on impacting the lives through his e-com academy, which is doing $100,000 per month with a 70% profit margin, which is huge for you people that run businesses. And he's well on his way to clearing $1 million months, which is fucking whack, all right? So, your network <laughs> is your net worth. We've all heard that. If you've spent any time in personal development, you know that's the case, right? We're the sum of the five people we spend time our most time around. And that's a big reason why I started this podcast because I get so much fuel from being in the room with individuals like my guest today. And if I can give that to you in the form of a podcast, that lights me the fuck up. So, like I mentioned, everything he's spoken about on previous episodes, his vision board, he brings into existence with his own sweat equity. So, I'm really excited to see where his sights are set now. I'm really excited to get a glimpse into the goals of this very unique and inspirational individual. So, please welcome to the stage, before the money, the master manifester, the <laughs> e-commerce annihilator, Mr. Dacian Sparks Young. I love that intro, bro. <laughs> Let's go. Dude, how are you? I'm doing well, bro. And, and I just wanted to say before we get into everything, um, yeah, I just want to congratulate you on everything. I think that majority of people would have given up, even though you're not doing it for money and things like that, uh, majority of people give up on, on what they're doing in a year. So, I just wanted to say congratulations. Like, you're going strong two years. Uh, I think we were saying as well, I'm the first guest that's come back on. Mm -hmm. um, so, I'll get you a little thank you gift oh, no. for having us back on. So, just one second. I think it's over here. Right, no, so, you didn't. Uh, I, I don't know if you're much of a drinker. Are you Are you much of a drinker? I'll drink whatever you give me. Yeah, okay, yeah. cool. So, basically, <sighs> this is Classe Azul. So, I don't know if you're familiar with Classe Azul. It's kind of like a, that if is you beautiful. know, you know kind yeah. of tequila. Um, wow. So, yeah, I got this for you today just because I wanted to say Dude. congratulations on everything and also... Thank you for, for getting me back on here and letting me spread my spread my free game and my knowledge and everything like that. So, have a look at it. Um, also, like one of the cool things about that is that you when you take a shot, there's a bell on the top and you flick the bell. Wow. Um, but if you know tequila, you know Clase Azul. It's, yeah. Holy so, shit. Yeah. 
Thank you so I much, dude. I just wanted dude. to say, yeah, big thank you and, and congrats and keep going. It's a... It's awesome to see you succeeding, bro, with this. Thank you. This looks like you went and stole it from like Pompeii or something. This yeah, is maybe. Like a, I don't know. This is yeah. like an ancient artifact, this yeah. bottle. You're going to have to do shots of that and you're going to have to send me a video, okay? Should we Should we do some? Let's on- do it. Let's do it on, <laughs> on camera. All oh, right. my God. It's a money podcast. Uh, I'm turning Jack into an alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> hey, when in Rome. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my Godfather. We're this gonna is have to beautiful. Flick it. I didn't actually know that we, we you flick it as well, um, which is like pretty cool. What, the guy you flick me, this thing at yeah, the top? Yeah, you flick the top of it. So, um, Liam actually got me onto the... Yeah, so then you, you put it back on, you flick it or something like that. Uh, and telling me. So, right. maybe if you just take a swig or something Straight like that. Straight from the bottle, let's know, go. It's like age like... I can't remember how many years he told me, but I think it was like four years or something Ooh. like that. Um, oh, hang on. I've got to flick it. Gotta, I, do you flick it? Yes, oh. see, that actually works. Oppa! Yeah. <laughs> under it. All right, let's do it. Wow, that is like the smoothest tequila I've yeah, ever had. Yeah, yeah. That's like mother's milk. Ooh. How nice is that? I think I'm turning into an alcoholic lately. <laughs> um, yeah. Thanks, I usually dude. Don't drink, I really appreciate yeah. that. No worries, bro. I just thought that would be a like, nice little gift. And, yeah, and that's a trophy. That is yeah. legitimately a trophy. Put it up anywhere. It's, you, yeah. Wow, okay. That warmed me up a lot, I'm not going to lie. Literally, <laughs> hey, it's giving me butterflies. Yeah. Maybe that's just you. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. We'll see. <laughs> so, where, how's your head at at the moment, dude? How are you? Um, it's pretty clear, to be honest. I I know what I need to do. Mm-hmm. I just got back from traveling, got back from Dubai, um, got back from Greece just recently as well. Um, Dubai is something that I, I, I reckon we should talk about in yeah. the podcast here because it's an amazing country. Um, but yeah, my head's super clear. I know exactly what I need to do right now. I'm basically just focusing on on growing businesses to a point where I can exit them. Mm-hmm. That's all I care about. Um, and yeah, I'm excited to, to be on here and talk about money. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hope that I can inspire some people to, to start as well because I never... I think I said this maybe in the last podcast, but I never came from money um, and I I was a tradie, just had no idea what, what the fuck I was doing and uh, and I'm able to build these businesses now and like actually fully work from my laptop, mm-hmm. do whatever I want to do. If I wanted to go to a different country tomorrow, I can go to a different country. And I think that my message that I really want to spread is that if you are in a position where you don't think that it's possible, use me as your resource to show you that it is possible. Mm. Um, obviously, a lot of execution and hard work comes from that. Like I work so much to the point where like now I've got a, a few people working for me. So, there's about nine people um, that are currently working for me now and I'm al- it's allowing myself to kind of step back mm. and just be focused on what I need to focus on. So, like product development, in my opinion, and, and fulfillment mm-hmm. on for clients and things like that. Um, and yeah, it's been a grind. And then the last two years have been a grind as well. But my head is clear. I know exactly what I need to do. And yeah, that's yeah. pretty much it. Yeah. And just to kind of like recap on that first, like the first time we spoke, I remember you went into detail like that first you know, nine months that you were putting into building your drop shipping stores at that time, like you saw very little success in yep. those first nine months where to the point where most people would have just fallen back into their comfort zone, right? Yep. You you had an income, you know, you were surviving. You weren't happy, but you were surviving, mm. you know, in the beautiful Australia, like life's good to a certain degree, but you knew that you were destined for more. Mm-hmm. Right, and you didn't allow that voice to quiet inside you, no matter how hard it got. So that was that's the big reason why you inspire me, and it's a big reason why we got so many incredible messages from your last episode. So before the money's grown quite a bit since mm. you've been here last time, <laughs> um, you know we're doing introductions and shit now, like we're somewhat getting professional. Yeah. So uh, I'm excited to see where your head's at now, and let's talk. Let's talk about. The e-commerce academy. Let's yeah. dive straight into that because I know that you're passionate about it. You're, you know, creating a lot of impact. Like I see lots of people come from your community that, you know, have managed to change their life. You mm. know, this internet thing that we've all got access to is a fucking wicked tool. Mm-hmm. So, how how were you first motivated to start that? Like I know it was the Wi-Fi project beforehand. Um, you talked about rebranding so that you could build it just like to an exit. Mm-hmm. But 
what what is it apart from the exit that you know makes you get up and work on that project every single day yeah so in the beginning it was wi-fi project like that's how it kind of started out because dropshipping wasn't big like three four years ago like mm. no one really knew what like creating an online business was actually like or anything and the, and the business models weren't like that you got smma you, you got a th- so many different business models yeah. now and when I first started out, I, I just happened to come across like these l- really small YouTubers doing dropshipping and things like that. And they would give you like advice here and there. It wasn't that much advice. Um, and then obviously oh, I had success, like I'm sh- creating a sh- very short story. Yeah. But then I had success with dropshipping when I was 18 and 19. And I just like from the commu- from the people that knew me they were asking a lot of questions. Like, so I had close friends and then friends of friends and then uh, family friends and things like that. Everybody was asking questions because it wasn't big. Like nobody Mm -hmm. knew what dropshipping was. Um, And then uh, COVID hit and that's kind of when I created Wi-Fi Project, which was like a personal brand course. It was just like dropshipping course and I only sold it to people who were were my in my like following me and things mm-hmm. like that. I knew who I was. I wasn't like running ads for it or anything like that. It was just pure organic. Whoever um, knew me and knew where I drop shipped, like they had the opportunity to to join the program. Um, it was literally just a course at the time. There was mm-hmm. nothing else. It was just a course on me teaching people how to drop ship. Fast forwarded, like probably like a year later, I really wanted to pivot into creating an education company. And this is probably when I had the last podcast as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so essentially, I worked on doing a massive revamp, rebrand and started to kind of put together a business um, plan to create an education company mm-hmm. rather than a course to sell. Yep. And actually and and with the education company have account managers um have a proper team and that's what i was planning and that's what i envisioned to do and so i basically worked for so long trying to build just like a team of people um i was trying to like just do everything like I think that I fell so obsessed with with Ecom Academy, like building an education company because there is so much that goes into it mm-hmm. when it's not just a course. Like it, it, you're, you're running a proper business, you're systemizing everything, uh, you're creating different strategies for, for paid marketing. Like there is so much that goes into it, even hiring. Yeah. Like dropshipping doesn't teach you how to hire. It, teach you, it teaches you how to get a, a VA. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I had to figure out how to hire people um, in Australia to become an account. Like it's literally never ending. And so, I fell in love with not knowing what I had to do, mm-hmm. I think, in my opinion, um, because I knew how dropshipping worked, knew everything about it. Um, but then finding this other business model, creating an education company, the unknown, is this going to work? Um, and trying to create it the best version of itself, like the company, I think that mm-hmm. I fell in love with that. And um, this was like very early days when I had just tr- uh, transitioned it. Transi- transitioned. <laughs> oh my God, that's a killer, bro. <laughs> it's gone straight <laughs> to your head. Transitioned <laughs> into Ecom Academy. Uh, my brother had messaged me and uh, and he was like, look, bro, like I actually don't like what I'm doing right now. He was mm-hmm. doing solar panels, ele- like electrician solar panels and obviously coming from a very, very similar background to what I was coming from as well. And I was just like, look, if you want to quit, quit, but you're going to have to work with me for like three months yeah. for free. And he was like, all right, I'll do it. And then that kind of was the the first uh, like kind of team member that I hired for Ecom Academy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it was my brother. He worked for free for so long. Like if he's watching this, yeah, he, we always talk about like yeah. how long he worked for free. Um, he probably hated me. Um, sure and, he loves you now. Yeah, yeah 100%. <laughs> Well, we'll fast forward now. He's got a store that just cracked 100K as well. Oh, beautiful. And it's in like he has created a really good dropshipping store and it's doing really well. And he's Mm -hmm. still working for me at the same time. Um, But yeah, I don't know if I'm going off track, but that's kind of like my passion for it. And that's kind of where it started. Um, My passion is just like I I didn't know what I needed to do. So, it was like relearning so many different skills. Um, and there's so many, yeah. there's like so many skills that go into creating like a, a proper education company um, and like even just like working closely with your accountant and stuff. And that's something that I had to do in the beginning. And yeah, it's been a grind and I've been working every, si- like I work so much mm-hmm. um, and it's not easy. Like it's definitely not easy. You said at the start of the, yeah. the start of the podcast, like um, 
like most people would have given up 100%. It's not easy. Like making my brother work for me for free mm. for that long. Like usually people would give up if, if they were him as well. And yeah, that's pretty much what made me pivot into f- focusing all of my time and attention on Ecom Academy at the moment um, is, yeah, that, that's pretty much it because I fell in love with it. Like I actually love yeah. it. I love this type of business and everything. And also, like, my accountant and my mentors had always told me, like, if you focus on multiple different things, like, let's say that I focused on four different things, you can only get a 25% outcome. Mm-hmm. Like, you, it's, it's impossible to get a 100% outcome on, on four different things. Mm. You can't do that. Yeah. If you, if you want to create a business, I would always suggest just focus on one thing at a time. Like, look at majority of people that try crypto, then they try e-com, then they try SMMA, then they try... I don't know, Facebook marketplace selling things. Like they're failing at everything because mm-hmm. they give things like a, a, a try for about 30 days and they give up. It's yeah. like, okay, well, what's the common variable in in those, mm. <laughs> not in the failure? It's you. Just focus on one thing, keep at it yeah. and just work every single day until it works. Like that's literally it. There's and that's no secret. half the battle is like just fighting the urge to look left and right. Mm. You know, that is the hardest part of it in my opinion because like, you know, it's pretty sure it's one of Newton's laws. If you can stick at something for long enough, like it's bound to pay out a mm. dividend, you know, like look at the stock market, for instance, you know, if you stay in, you know, something like the S&P 500 for yep. 10 years, the statistics of you being up are about 112%. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a beautiful analogy for business as well. Like if you can do the hard thing and stay focused on one thing and like I'm speaking to this from experience i spent mm-hmm. years and years and years just trying to do everything to make sure that i had the most possibility of something taking off but what really happens is none of it takes off mm-hmm. because like in the early stages of a business as you know you're not just like the marketer or you're not just accounts manager mm-hmm. you are all of that you're yep. your own accounts manager you're the marketer you're the ceo you're the cmo you're the cfo mm-hmm. like you're absolutely everything and to try and think that we can do that for four or five different operations is insane yeah because what happens is things start falling through the cracks and then we then get further deflated because we're missing things we're uh, upsetting clients because we're not delivering all that kind of stuff and it's just it makes for a very unsettling emotional experience and then that's when i feel like most people lose the love for the entrepreneurial journey absolutely i i 100 agree like you look at majority of courses in australia now that sell like e-com courses Mm -hmm. and it's just a course no support or they say there's support and there's no support they're they're not then they don't exist anymore like you you'll find that they might run for like six months Mm -hmm. and then they'll just die off it's because they get too caught up in the money side of things. They think that that's the, the business's money is their money and mm-hmm. then they end up spending it on dumb shit, which I've done before with dropshipping. So, yeah. I learned from my mistakes in dropshipping. I spent like literally all my money, all the profits that I made, hundreds of thousands of dollars yeah. I literally spent. I'm not even kidding. When I was 18 and 19 because I didn't know how to manage money. Yeah. And then you get hit with tax and you're like, oh my God, like taxes. What is tax? I don't, I've, I've never dealt with tax before. Mm. And it's interesting because in, in the first year of tax, you're not actually doing pay G. So, like, when you're paying tax, you have the option. It's called IA, uh, IAS. I think it's... I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, but you essentially get the opportunity to um, pay as you go. Yeah. So, throughout the, the year, you can pay your tax from, like, they, they basically... Yeah, it's called IAS. Yeah. If I'm <laughs> said that wrong, yeah. I'm going to look like an idiot. Uh, you have BAS and then you have IAS. One's GST, one's tax. And you can essentially pay it as you go. But in the first year of business, you, majority of people aren't registered for that. So, they yeah. don't pay as they go. So, at the end of the year, they get hit with this massive tax bill and they're like, oh, shit. Mm. I didn't save for that money. Everybody does it. Everybody. Mm. Maybe not everyone, but a lot of people do. A lot of people. And, uh, and and so, that's how people fall into the trap of having to like get, they get hit with a massive tax bill. They're like, fuck, I've spent all this money. How am I going to pay that back? So, then they get stressed and then it just goes down a massive spiral. Yeah. Um, and so, that's what a lot of people do. They fall into the trap of, of not paying as you go. And then you got to put on a payment plan and things. And it's just an absolute nightmare. Mm. Um, but... Sorry, what were you saying again? I just went off track. I don't even fucking know. <laughs> yeah, but like it's all part of the journey. I remember when you were on the podcast last time, you know, you, you talked about just going and buying all the expensive That's designer right. shit because yeah. you're like, fuck these cunts. They didn't believe in me. Yeah. Like I want to flex. And that's like 
part of the maturity building process, mm. you know, like you've got fresh money, you think it's never going to end. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm just going to go buy Gucci, Louis Vuitton, I'm going to buy all this shit because I couldn't have it before. Yeah. You get that out of your system and then you start to mature a little bit with your money. Yeah. You know? And I think that it's probably like it, that it doesn't go out of your system. Like it's definitely ego inflicted. Um, mm-hmm. And that's what we we're talking about. We're talking about majority of other courses and things like that. They die off because they end up spending all their money. Um, but with that, it's like you just get you get hit with a big bill at the end of the mm-hmm. year and you're like, fuck, I can't do this anymore. It's I'm not actually making as much profit as I think because mm-hmm. I didn't budget for it. Yeah. So, then you've got to make more money. Um, and if obviously you do it right, you can like it's you, you have deductions and things like that if you have a good accountant. And that's something that I advise to everybody is like pay the extra money to go get a good accountant. Like mm. you really need to pay the extra money to get a good accountant. I watch way too many people and they go to accountants and, and they're like, oh, but it didn't cost as much as your accountant. But it's like, yeah, but you're going to lose so much money in the long run because they didn't do it correctly because they don't mm. understand your business model. And so, that's like uh, like fr- like advice that I want to give to anyone that's listening right now that has uh, like that has an online business is like, get a good accountant. Mm. Get a good accountant and work closely with them because you, you, need, you really need to create a relationship with your accountant, especially if you live in Australia yeah. and you're paying all this tax. Um, like even my car, we we're talking about the car at the, the start of this podcast, like my, 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 my car was a deduction. Mm. I wouldn't have bought that if it was just $75,000 like cash has gone out of my bank account yeah. like that would be so silly unless you had like a few million mm-hmm. in my opinion um but it was a deduction there was an instant i think it's called instant asset write-off i'm probably going to get so smacked by accountants <laughs> rocking or watching this but there was a there was a um like yeah a, a, i don't know if it was a grant or something like that but mm-hmm. um my accountant essentially did it for me and you were able to get a deduction on luxury cars up to I think it was 56,000 plus GST which ended up being mm. 66k that was able to bring down your your end of year taxable income mm. um, and so that's why I bought the car like I wasn't yeah. like yeah I wanted it at 100% like it's fucking it's awesome and I've always manifested it but do it smartly like mm-hmm. do it in a smart way um, that would be like my advice like make sure you're doing everything through an accountant don't yeah. do what you think is going to work because it usually isn't how you think it is Mm. and uh there's definitely a lot of benefits of only a business in australia as well like you have a grant called edmg or emdg can't remember what it is again um (laughs) one of the two no literally one of the two like a notebook maybe i should look this up before we started (laughs) we need like a jamie to look up shit on google (laughs) literally can we (laughs) look um, that up jamie and essentially you can get 50 percent of your marketing expenses back from overseas spend and it's like that is huge like if you have the right accountant that's that's a lot of money. If you spend three hundred thousand overseas in overseas marketing, you get one hundred and fifty thousand dollars back at the end of the financial year. So you're essentially halving your customer acquisition costs from overseas, mm-hmm. which is huge. Like mm-hmm. that's a lot. And so if you do it correctly, again, like you would have to speak to your accountant and things like that. Like yeah, th- mm-hmm. that would be my opinion. And and going back to what uh, was the catalyst behind what we're talking about right now, like the the uh, other courses and things like that like yeah they just think it's their money mm-hmm. like right now i barely like i, I rare like i pay myself a salary but i don't touch the business's money maybe yeah. if i wanted to go and, and buy something luxurious i would but i would have to think about it for a little bit mm-hmm. like if it was a rolex or something like that like i would think okay well i need to i need to figure this out like what's the best way of doing this um but i always treat the business as it's it's like own cogwheels running mm-hmm. i'm not pulling out thirty thousand dollars out of the business account going okay well this is mine now you can 100 percent. that's what a lot of people fall in the trap mm-hmm. of doing but I, I don't do that anymore is what I'm trying <laughs> yeah. to say. I did when I was younger. Younger, I'm 23. Yeah. <laughs> but like oh, I did and it didn't end well for me. Yeah. So, that's why... You, and you learn from your mistakes. Mm. Fail, like, yeah, like there's no such thing as failure. Like you, you just learn and you just keep moving. Yeah. And that's what entrepreneurs do. Like a lot of entrepreneurs fall in this trap as well. Like you talk to a lot of them. If they're being transparent with you, they'll tell you that they've probably had a tax situation that they didn't like. Yeah. And a lot of people aren't transparent like that. And that's what I like talking about because Mm. it's interesting. And I talk about it on like when I do coaching calls with clients and things like that. Like that's what I like talking about, those types of things. Yeah. Yeah. All the stuff that you don't necessarily like focus your attention on. The beginning of the journey, you're all about like the big shiny stuff. It's like, I'm making this or this store is doing this much profit, blah, 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 blah. 
and that's all good that gets you motivated gets you out of bed but then you got to have like a part of your brain that's focused on the real business shit you know and that's where the maturity comes from in lots of ways but a big trap like i know i've definitely fall fall into it like you mentioned is just like taking the money out of out of the business it's essentially fuel you know mm. everything that's in the business is there to fuel further growth mm-hmm. so the name of the game is like how long can you resist the urge of taking fuel from the business it's like you know a rocket for instance like if you're taking fuel out of a rocket when you're on the way up you're not going to get as high mm. as if you were to just leave it all in there you know you might not even make orbit you come crashing back down again which is a trap that most people get caught in but exactly. it comes it comes from comes from maturity in business and like i think i've probably started probably seven businesses before i found one thing that yeah like everyone did does. anything you know and like you learn a little bit on every single business and it's always difficult to kind of call it quits on something um because like you know there's no such thing as failure the only failure is when you quit but sometimes as well you've got to sit back and realize well am i beating a dead horse Mm. you know and like all these things it's like it's the time in the seat when it comes to business when it comes to money investing podcasting whatever it is it's the time in the seat that builds up like the the skills and the maturity you know that is really going to pay dividends yeah you know like a lot of people including myself um well i was definitely delusional for those first seven businesses i'm like no million dollar business right here and it's like you don't even know how to run Facebook ads. Yeah, like, I mean, I was the exact same. But yeah. that that motivation that you have and the the inner excitement of making a million dollars and things like that is what is what is fuel. Yeah. To to start the business, and when you do get it, you're like, fuck, it's probably not as easy as what I thought. No. And and you do get a lot of people like that, especially in the dropshipping industry, with everybody running the ads as mm-hmm. as is as making it sound as easy as it is. Mm. But like yeah it's i mean it's an easy business model compared to a lot of other business models and traditional business and things like that but you still got to put in the work Mm -hmm. like you might get a client like that comes in and that launches his first product and it just pops off and it's just like oh fuck okay well that doesn't like always happen um but yeah like i don't know i think that if if you just stick at it i i think that's the main thing like just stick at it and have that excitement of, oh, my God, I'm going to make a million dollars. And th- and there's nothing wrong with thinking like that, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember when I was first starting out with drop shipping, like, oh, that's what fueled me. Like, literally, that's what fueled me. I was so excited to, to make a million dollars or even just make my first $1,000. I didn't even have... Like I, I have a screenshot still to this day in my favorites of having negative $2 in my account. Like... Obviously, when you're 18, you're not going to have money, but still being 18 years old and other people have jobs and things like mm. that and they've got like a few thousand saved up, it makes you feel like shit when you're the person that's got no money. Yeah. And so, you use that as fuel to want to make that first 1K, first mm. 10K, first 50, first 100 and it's exciting, bro. Like that's, that's yeah, that's super Especially exciting. Especially when you've created it out of yeah. thin air you know like you've created like obviously there's lots of fulfillment in a job that you love but the first like time that your shopify account goes cha-ching yeah like you almost wet yourself yeah it's an incredible feeling like we tell that to like all of our clients that that we work with it's like you never have like you only ever have one first sale yeah so cherish the moment make yeah. sure it's unmuted because it's the <laughs> best feeling ever um but yeah and i i love like showing people that you don't need to have this insane entrepreneurial background Mm. or my dad works is a ceo for i don't know i don't know just like all these big companies and things like that like you can just be like i'm a there's not like i'm a normal person there's no and and like there's no reason why you can't make money yourself as well. It obviously you don't have to. It's completely up to you. But I find that there are a lot of benefits from having money, mm. and I'm a lot happier from having money opposed to not having money. Mm. And anyone that tells you that they're not happier, ask maybe how much money they have, because it's like majority of the time, people that say that money doesn't buy happiness usually don't have either of the two things. Mm. So that would be like my advice. And you don't need you don't need an. Ins- 
Yo, so I just checked our statistics, right? It's not something I do very often, but I was blown away. Our subscriber base has exploded over the last few months. So I want to thank all of you who have clicked that subscribe button. You show up to the episodes every single week. You support, you participate, and you take action for yourself. And for all of you who haven't subscribed yet, you want to be part of the club, go ahead and locate that button on whatever platform you're listening to this on. The subscribe button is usually pretty bright. If you want to be notified every time we drop a valuable episode and while you're on a roll, why don't you go ahead and leave behind a five-star rating. Let us know we're producing value because we're going to continue showing up and doing our thing every single week, bringing on high-value guests and sharing unordinary stories of how they got there. So if you're an action taker and you don't want to miss out on an opportunity to gain valuable knowledge that's going to propel you toward your success, go ahead and click that subscribe button and let's get stuck back into this episode. All right, guys, apologies there. Um, camera's just cut out. But it wouldn't be before the money if we didn't have some kind of technical Yeah, 100%. You know what I mean? All right, let's get this Nothing show back on the road. in business. Exactly right. Um, yeah, sorry, I had to cut you off there. You're I, just... I can't even remember what I was talking about. Um, you're just saying that you're just a regular dude. There's yeah, absolutely well, nothing special about you whatsoever. Yeah, like people... Like, <laughs> it's funny <laughs> because there's literally nothing. Like, I, I was just working a trade. I, before that, I was working in a warehouse. Before that, I dropped out of high school in year 12. Hated school. Never went. Literally used to just go to see my friends. I would leave at like 10 o'clock in the morning. I'd get there at 9, leave at 10. Like, there's no reason why you can't be in the exact same position or even better than what, mm. I've, what, what I'm in right now. Not that I'm in a good position or anything like mm. that. But, yeah, that's, it, there's just there's no reason why you can't do the exact same thing. You have mm. the exact same resources. I didn't pay for anyone's mentorship when I first started out because I didn't have money. Mm. I just watched as much YouTube as I could. Then I learned how to drop ship. And like, it's a little bit different now because there's not like, there's too much information on YouTube now, in my opinion, mm. like it's super overwhelming when you go to Google, how to dropship, a million things come up. So mm. there are obviously benefits of having mentorship, like a, a mentor and things like that. Now I spend way too much money on mentors. The last one that I spent, it was like $30,000. Yeah. Um, for how much time? Uh, I did that for, it was four months for three. So yeah, it was about, it was about six months. Yeah. Yeah, so I did a mentorship for about six months and I ended up like on that mentorship, it was around probably over 30,000 Australian dollars. Mm. Um, wow. But the return on that was incredible. So, yeah. there's always, yeah, there's always risk that you got to take. Even for me, like I was like, fuck me, like, I don't want to spend that money. Mm. But it's like, okay, well, how much more money is this going to make me? Just make a decision as well. Like, mm-hmm. you need to make decisions. Like, mm-hmm. that's something that I'm starting to do lately is not being indecisive no one likes an indecisive person like no Mm. one does stop being indecisive just make a decision on the spot whether you make the decision now or 10 minutes later it's going to be the exact same decision just Mm. don't think about it just think about it but like (laughs) you know like just make a decision yeah and you're never not going to know what the like the other outcome was yeah exactly so once you make the decision just move forward with it and and implement into your brain that the universe has given you this decision for a reason yes. and you can never be wrong yeah you so i love that i blame the that. universe for everything yeah, so do <laughs> I. i'm the exact same i'm like yeah. oh well that happened for a reason that door closed the yeah. universe has given me another opportunity for something else like uh, if you've watched my last podcast with jack like obviously i'm huge on manifestation mm-hmm. and things like that and yeah i yeah. i couldn't agree with that more the law of attraction yeah and it's crazy because like regardless of you know i'm speaking to the people listening right now regardless of where you are in your belief to the law of attraction manifestation and things like that we can decide whether something's real or not you Mm. know so if you're thinking right now like oh fuck they've gotten woo woo oh i'm gonna switch off right now it's like that's cool stay where you are that's fine but if you're someone that's like all right i i want I want more for my life. I, I know I'm destined for bigger things. Like it just hasn't clicked for you just yet. Number one, it will with time. Mm-hmm. And number two, you can decide whether or not you want to play victim or you can decide whether or not you want to play victor, mm-hmm. you know, and it comes from a single decision. So if you wake up every single day and be like, yes, I am blessed and I am ambitious and I'm going to make today my bitch, then you will do that. If you wake up and you go, oh, fucking think of all this work I've got to do, fucking clients emailing me and shit like that, like then that day owned you. So everything that we do is a decision. 
And there's been so much science done on manifestation. Like if you're someone that's more logical, like your physiology and your chemistry changes when you believe something. There was a study done. Um, It was somewhere, I think Johns Hopkins did it. They put 200 people in a hotel. Mm-hmm. Hundred of them were told, like it was a, meant to be like this drug test. Hundred of them were told that this drug was going to make you lethargic, like you're probably going to stay in bed all day, all that kind of stuff. And then the other half of them were told that this drug is going to make you super energetic and hyper and all that kind of stuff. The the hundred people that were told it was going to be make them lethargic spent their entire time in bed. They got overweight. They um. Like, you know, most of them got the flu and all this kinds of stuff and they had negative side effects. And then the other half, majority of them were doing workouts in their room and they were both given, like both sides of the coin were given sugar pills, you know? Interesting. Interesting. That's very interesting. I think that we might have even talked about that on the last podcast as well. There was a very similar um, analogy that we, we talked about. I go back to that one a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, it's it's so true. Like, mm-hmm. how can you go again? It's literally physics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's literally physics. Um, but yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I, and I believe in that so heavily. And like, I'm so blessed that my mum was woo woo enough yeah. that, and then my dad's like super straight down the line. So I kind of got the work hard and shit will pay off from my dad, and then I got the believe and shit will pay off from my mum, mm. and then that meshed into me. You know, exact same. Very similar situation mm. to me. My dad was very mainstream, uh, is very mainstream. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not so much anymore, but like, and my mum was super spiritual. Um, and I definitely think that with my family that I have in the future, my kids and things like that, uh, I'm definitely going to seclude myself from majority of people, in my opinion. Yeah. Going to have my own farm. Mm. I always say when I'm older, probably Lambos over farm. Uh, sorry, farms over Lambos. Just get a Lambo truck. Yeah, true. Yeah. You can get a Lambo truck. <laughs> Just but cut yeah. it into a ute or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, um, I'm definitely going to have a farm, grow my own produce and everything like that. Like 100%. Yeah. I already know. It's already uh done dude it's I've, I've always wanted like because I, I believe heavily in community right but i'm the same kind of thing as you i want to seclude myself from like the bullshit of mm. this world like there's lots of beautiful beautiful stuff in this world don't get me wrong but i want i'm very protective about what co- comes into my awareness mm. so i've always thought about buying you know like a thousand acres and setting up like you know 10 hundred acre blocks and just mm-hmm. having like the whole crew in farms like close enough but we've all got a, our own privacy and shit like that yeah absolutely like w- our family's already talked about this this is something that we're actually already doing mm-hmm. um and just having like I-, I love the the modern tiny homes and things like that yeah. i think that that's really cool and trendy at the moment um but yeah definitely down the line oh, nowhere near yet I'm not having kids anytime soon. Yeah. Um, but when I do have kids, I would love to bring them up on, on acreage in in nature opposed yeah. to in a city or something like that. That's just my personal opinion. I think you can learn a lot more um, growing up and yeah, mm. that would be my ideal situation. At the moment, it might change in literally six months or yeah. in, t- in six years, who knows. Um, but where I'm at right now, like that's what I envision and that's what I want for my family. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, that's that's it. Yeah, I don't want to send my kids to school. Yeah, this is something that I've definitely, it's it's an interesting topic for me to talk about because Mm -hmm. I think that, I don't know, like I don't know if I, I I can't make a decision right now because I don't have kids. So, I don't know, but I've said that a few times to my partner and she's been like, what, really? But my partner's super spiritual as well. She's amazing and yeah, like, I I, I don't know, that's a very interesting interesting topic to talk about is whether or not what i find interesting because like i've done quite a bit of research into this and you there is a lot of hoops that you have to jump through just to make it legal for you to not send your kids to school yeah but i i feel like once you're at a certain amount of like once you're at a level where you have enough money no one can actually tell you what to do even with the last like what the last three years um like, do you think a billionaire really couldn't fly around the world to any yeah. country that he wanted to? Of course he could. Mm-hmm. Like, of course he could because he's got enough money. Mm-hmm. Or even if you got like a, a, a hundred million, of course yeah. he can fly around to wherever you want. It was happening all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, it literally was happening. And um, yeah, I think that when you get to, to a stage of wealth, you're able to kind of do whatever the fuck you want to do. Yeah. And that's what motivates me a lot. Yeah. You know, it's like all well and good, these figures, like, they're just a measuring stick, right? But yeah. what's behind the figures 
are time freedom, financial mm-hmm. freedom. It's location freedom as well. Like this world and this human experience has so much to give us. There's so much that we haven't even tapped into yet, you know, at your level, at my level, like at other people listening that are probably further along the journey than us. Like they're still scratching the surface mm. of what it means to be a human. And I'm talking physically, I'm talking like from a conscious perspective as well. Like there's so much that this life has to give us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whether we like it or not, money has just been the store of resource that allows us to unlock that human experience. Yeah. I agree. Like I always say, like money fuels my my motives, family, health, and freedom. Mm. Like that, your money will take care of your health. Health is expensive. Mm-hmm. Even eating, like I think that's, I, I think I literally said this in the last podcast, like that I did. Like m- organic foods are more expensive than yeah. pro, like uh, more processed foods. Yeah. So like even eating organic is is expensive. It's it's like that on purpose. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I could go down the rabbit hole of health forever. Like I'm so mm. like, um, I, I really am aware like of what I put in my system and things mm. like that. And, uh, and, and uh, money takes care of your family. Like you need money to take care of your family. It's mm. obvious. And uh, freedom, money is what gives you freedom. Mm. You can go anywhere at any time. If tomorrow I want to go to Bali, I could do it. And like, that's the best feeling in the world. Mm. Like it literally is insane. Um, So yeah. And like when I was saying earlier, like ask people who say that money doesn't buy happiness, ask them if they have money. Some of them might and Mm. it's just, it doesn't agree with them. But where I'm at in my stage in in my life right now definitely has put me in a better position. 100%. And um yeah, yeah I, I I encourage every, like yes, yeah. I don't know. I I don't know where I'm going with this, but I definitely encourage <laughs> yeah. people to to try and make as much money as they can. I think that you yeah. should, especially if you're young. One one hundred percent. It's the same as like you know, if you're wanting to impact, say like the forests around the world, or if you've got an issue with the pollution of the oceans. Like if you were a billionaire, you could do something about it. Mm-hmm. You know. And it's not greedy to want money. It's greedy when you do greedy things with money Mm -hmm. and you step over people to get money. But money in and of itself is a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. It's just some people don't have beautiful intentions with it. Yeah. But that's entirely up to you. That's another one of those decisions we keep talking about, you know? Absolutely. And it's literally just... There is an abundance of money out there mm. and I like, I don't know. I feel like if you're coming from a, I, I don't know how to explain it, but like you, there's, there's so many different ways that you can make money at the moment. Mm. It's in, it, it's in, insane. Yeah. It's actually insane. I don't think it'll last forever because mm. it's kind of at the moment too easy to make money. Um, in my opinion, if you just work hard, mm. like I, I feel like in the future, if you work hard, it'll be a lot harder to make money. Um, well, we're going to be battling AI and stuff soon. I know it's exactly. already integrated in a mi- microscopic level, but soon we're going to be battling against, you know, computers that think billions times faster than we do. And like, it's really going to be, I, th- I see it coming over the next 10 years. It's going to be the people that are positioned at the top are going to maintain their position. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be very hard to break into that upper echelon. Like we're seeing in the estates at the moment, the thing called the wealth gap. That's become a very real thing. Yeah. You know, the people at the top are moving further higher and the people down the bottom are getting pushed further mm-hmm. lower. And that is not necessarily the um, act of any malicious people. It's more so just the mentality of the people that are at the top are there for a reason. So, therefore, they continue to take advantage of the opportunities at hand. They have yeah. the understanding, they have the know-how, they have the access to the opportunities at hand. And then the people down low, not always, but often fall into a victim mindset and expect yep. things to be taken care of for them. You're going to get cancelled for that, bro. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> hey, this is my motherfucking show. Yeah. You can't cancel me off here. I'll keep showing up every week. <laughs> um, but yeah, and, then I, and that's like another one of the decisions. We can choose to be millionaire well and truly before we've got even $1,000 in our bank account. It's true. It's yeah. 100% true. Like I never... I mean, there was a point in my life where I I never could imagine where I am right now. Like, I I couldn't. And if you're thinking right now, I can't imagine being there. Like, you'll have a shift and if you just keep believing in it and you keep working hard, it'll eventually happen. But like, 
I just got back from Dubai. Like yeah. that was a, a, a surreal moment, being mm-hmm. able to travel to Dubai, to Dubai, where everybody talks about like it's insane and things like that. And it actually, is like yeah. Dubai is w- like one of the one of probably the my favorite countries that I've traveled to. I haven't traveled to an insane amount of countries, but that's definitely probably the top one. Um, I, I just love how clean and everybody talks about how safe it is as well mm. like no one's like i always get questions but like you is it isn't it dangerous i'm like bro australia is 20 million times more dangerous mm. than what dubai is there's more crime that happens here <laughs> by a uh, by a huge amount yeah um and just how like like f- not futuristic but how uh well developed everything is over there like, it takes you, like, five minutes to get through the international airport to get into Dubai. Oh. Here, it, we're so far behind. It literally took me, like, almost two hours to get through everything. It's just, like, how are we that far behind? And, like, also, Dubai is, like, a, I think that I'll eventually, at some stage of my life, probably live there for a mm-hmm. little bit. Um, obviously, for tax situations and things like that. I think it's just an incredible country. And you feel it in the, in, like, you feel it in the atmosphere. You feel, like so motivated imagine like being surrounded by people that are doing exactly what you're doing 24 hours of the day mm. like and and also there's no um what 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 would i how would i explain it like there's no tall poppy syndrome yeah, I there. thought you were gonna say that. so everybody's yeah. kind of on the same route on this like they everybody just wants to level up that's essentially what it is like everybody just wants to level up there's no tall poppy syndrome in australia like if you're trying to level up and you're working on yourself, you're going to get people that are being like, oh, don't do that. You're a fuckhead. Like, mm. you're an idiot. Why would you even try? Like, it's not going to work. And it's like, why would you even say that? What what energy? Like, what are you getting out of saying that? Is They're that speaking make- to themselves. Exactly. 100%. Really? Yeah. And eventually you get, you just block off. Like, yeah. it, that, that. if someone said that to me, I would, wouldn't even look at it, listen to it or anything. Mm. Like, it literally doesn't bother me. Um, but experiencing that over there and how nice everybody is and how welcoming everybody is. Mm. It's insane. Like, I could talk about Dubai for so long and and I definitely think that I'll be going there a few times a year if not live there at some stage because it's 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 obviously a good business move yeah. as well. Um, but what you would have to do, in my opinion, if you were to live there is obviously weigh up cost of living versus how much you would save on taxes. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably the smartest decision to do weighing up that and then obviously would you be able to um, live in Dubai for a, a, a period of the year obviously I would I think it's an amazing country mm-hmm. so that would be something that would be obvious for me to do um, and how's your partner feel about you know leaving the Gold Coast uh, I would bring her with me like 100% yeah, yeah. like and this is something that we talked about a lot as well is like what what is our future together and things like that and it's like She's taken care of. Like, yeah. as long as she is my partner, like, we'll go everywhere together. Like, that doesn't bother me. Maybe I'll go on a trip with, with the boys by myself or something like that. But, like, I f- envision our future to be where she's just a stay-at-home mom. I'm work- like, I work on the business to, mm-hmm. f- to fund our lifestyle and things like that. And I think it's, it's very... Is reciprocal, the mm-hmm. word? Like, it's, it's like in a way, like, we're both doing our own part. Not that there should be parts in a relationship, yeah. but- well, 100% should be. Yeah, well, I you didn't know, want to get cancelled You're just trying to tiptoe around yeah. that. Yeah. Honestly, because um, that's a very controversial belief that you've yeah, got there, buddy. It, it doesn't obviously, you like- <laughs> I think that if you ask majority of women if they would love to stay home and take care of the child, and I think that it's better for the child anyway to be brought up with their mother and, and their family, mm. uh, opposed to sending them to daycare and things like that. I don't think that that's the best decision to make if mm. you have money. I, th- I would love for my kid to be walking around me while I'm sitting and standing on my laptop yeah. working. Like That would be the coolest experience ever. And I think that already we're imp- like we're pretty set on what we want to do with our future and and i love that and it goes both ways like you're Mm. good at this area i'm good at this area and yeah yeah, i think that maybe like we've talked about dubai a little bit she probably wouldn't like it as much as i would like it yeah um but she's never been there so i'll probably take her there this year um we'll probably go to bali next month i want to go to europe as well Mm -hmm. in a couple of months um but yeah, I just think it works so well. Like I actually think that that situation works so well. 
mm. especially if you're able to do that. And mm-hmm. I think that every, like, I feel like a, a lot of males should take the responsibility as, as like that traditional way, or it's probably going to sound like Andrew Tate, but <laughs> oh, I love that. Like, oh, I think yeah. it works so well. Yeah. And, and it's up to having the conversation, you know, yeah. like you have the conversation, like I'm in a similar boat to you. And that's because like my girlfriend has those values. She wants like her biggest goal in life the what she's so ambitious towards is to be the best mother the world's yeah. ever seen yeah and i love that because i have like a traditional view of the way that i would like my family you know so it's about like finding a partner that like you intertwine your values you know what i mean like that's not to say that you having those or us having those views means that we don't support you know, women building their dreams and their ambitions, Mm. you know, it just means that we've, just like anything else, like, you know, you wouldn't partner up with a a woman that doesn't have the same kind of interest in you in other areas. So, why is it different whenever we come to the taboo relationship of, um, you know, when we have the taboo conversation of relationship roles, why should values then not be talked about in that sense, like instance as well? Exactly. 100% I agree. And like, I, I think that it, yeah, I just think that it works really, really well. Where we're at right now, like, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's really, really good. And I think that it's exciting too, like, being able to, like, if you're a, a stay-at-home girlfriend or something like that, like, that's exciting, like, in, in my opinion. Mm. And it, like, oh, I want to be around my partner as much as I can as well. So it just it just works so well. Yeah. Yeah. But in in regards to moving to Dubai and things like that, I don't think that uh, I don't know. Like we've had the talk, but it's not something that I would do immediately. Mm-hmm. But I think that I would probably just live there with my company by myself, and yeah. then uh, she would do she would come over a lot. Um, but it is a long flight. But it's mm. yeah. I don't know. It's up to her. Whatever she wants to do, I'm yeah. not like controlling her or anything how, like that how um much of the year do you have to live there to get the tax benefits i, I don't know i have no idea i'd be yeah. literally lying if i told you but yeah. i think it might be three months okay oh no six, six months six like 180 days of the year or something like that mm-hmm. um i got a couple of friends that live there at the moment and uh and it's actually like not as hard as it sounded to get set up it was like you just pay i don't know i would have to look into it more mm. and i'd literally be lying on we'll the We'll discuss podcast. it on the next podcast. Yeah, we'll discuss it on the next <laughs> podcast when we're doing it over Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'll just have to fly out to Dubai, set up in your apartment. Oh, I would love that. I would love that. I think that that would be a really good thing to do. Yeah, hard out, dude. So, on the topic of, you know, your future and things like that, where where are you going? Where are your goals at? Like, where where is your head at in terms of your milestones and all that kind of shit? Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I've got... Ecom Academy, I'm going to eventually exit that, sell that off. Um, so, that's something that I've already got in the pipeline that I want to do. Uh, then I obviously have Lux Week as well, which is my international travel company. And so, eventually, uh, I don't know, maybe years down the line, sell my equity in that mm-hmm. to someone else. I'm not too sure. I don't even have a plan with that. It does really well. Like, it's already like crushing it. Literally crushing it. Um, and then I also want to create a, a software company for uh, Ecom Academy as well. So, essentially create some type of new product where it'll be a software that uh, cl- all clients will be able to have. Um, kind of like what E-Man has done with his, I think. Is maybe that launch some- yet? Uh, mine? No, um, I'm on. Um, oh, I have yeah. no idea. I actually have no idea. Um, and then I also want to... Uh, what was the last thing? Oh my god, I'm having a mind blank. Um, you might need more tequila. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, yeah, I mean, just have it. Like, I want to travel a lot. That's yeah. what I want to do, and buy some luxury items. Like, I think that that's the next thing that I want to get. Like, like some some cool things. I don't know. I don't really like. All I care about right now is just building my business, working day to day, going out and eating good food, having good dinners, and listening to good music and. Mm. And uh, having a happy life, that's literally all I care about at the moment and just making as much money as I can. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm. Yeah, that's what I want to do. I want to make as much money as I can and I want to be happy. 
I remember I that's happy. how you opened the last um, podcast. Really? Yeah. You, like, I... you know, I want to make as much money as I can and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, okay, no... let's go. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. there's nothing like, and, and, mm. oh, and that's another thing that I wanted to do. That's what we're talking about mm. was have a really high value network mm. that I want to build. I would love to do that. So powerful. Yeah. I, I want to build a high value network where you can essentially like, if you're making over a certain amount, you have the opportunity to get into the network that I have as well um because that's something that i literally just always wanted and that would be more of a hobby um for me not a hobby but like i I just want to have a group of really high value males that just make an insane amount of money and just hang out Mm. that's what i love doing like if you're one of my close friends most likely you're making a good amount of money and if you're like one of my friends from when i was before making money Right now, you're probably also making money as well. Um, a lot of my close friends do crush it with, with e-com right now um, that have been with me since I first started, mm. even before I started as well. Like, majority of them have stores and they're running and they're, they're actually crushing it. Mm. Um, so, and if if they're not, then they're probably working with me as well, like working for me at e-com Academy. Mm. Um, but- yeah, like that's what I would love to do. I'd love to create that high value network of people um, and just just hang out mm. like, and just talk. Yeah. It's, it's really, really cool. It's the proximity to those ideas. You know, like I'm part of this thing called the Temple Club and um, it was started by this guy named Mark Tide. So, he's like a um, marketing consultant for Richard Branson who mm. has been for multiple years. He's done marketing consulting for, you know, um, McDonald's, ABC brands, like so many huge, huge brands. Um, and now he, he, so he retired at 37 and now he's kind of started this thing which is like, you know, back in ancient times, elite people would meet at the temple, right? And they'd discuss big ideas. They would discuss what's happening in their communities. They would solve problems, all that kind of stuff. So, that's where the idea for this temple club came from. And every time I go to one of these meets, I am the smallest person in the room <laughs> and I am just a sponge. You know what I mean? And yep. it's so like daunting. But then when you just in the proximity of these conversations and that someone's talking about like XYZ merger or someone's talking about how they've optimized XYZ for this much profit and all this kind mm-hmm. of stuff. You're like, holy shit, that is so far past my realm of understanding. Like you grow 10 feet just by being in proximity to people like that. I couldn't agree yeah. more. I think that like having like who you're surrounded by, like it's so cringe, but like it's so true. Mm. You, you literally are like, look at your five friends or like the five closest friends right now, or even your three closest friends, if you don't have five and, and just think like, am I the same as them? And majority of the time that you, you are. And um, even down to the, like the certain words you say, yeah. like the way that you crack jokes and shit, like it all merges into one. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I agree 100%. And, and I think that the first thing that you need to do is create, uh, like you need, to, you need to work hard on creating a network as well. And that's something mm. that I did. I worked so hard on getting the network that I have right now. Like I would go to, I don't want to get into it because it's like, yeah, like you, you really do have to work hard, mm. um, and you might feel in uh, uncomfortable in situations that, and like you might have to go to, go to like for example meetups that you didn't want to go to just to meet someone, yeah. and and these are things that a lot of people do just to get into that network, mm. and I have done that. I have met people that are making an insane amount of money that are my good friends right now. Mm. Just because I've put myself out there and I've put myself in inco- uh, uncomfortable situations where I n- there was no other option for me other than to meet this person mm-hmm. and to become their friend. And people just think that you can send a DM on Instagram and be like, mm. hey, bro, let's catch up for a beer. And that's what is going to get someone's attention. Yeah. Fuck no. Like they probably get m- hundreds of DMs a week saying the exact same thing. Why would they pick you? Mm. Stand out. And so, that's why I think that like, and I've done this in the past as well, is invested into people's programs and things like that so I can get their network or even invested into people's um, network courses or network yeah. uh, like in, in itself. Like I've bought um, network communities. Like so masterminds. I, yeah, like yeah. that. Like so I can join their network and get to the access that people have got. Mm. And uh, and so, so to see what, they're, what conversations they're having and what conversations they're having. And, and I think mm. that- 
Yeah, it, it, it's, a, it's a must. Like, a, a lot of the time, like, I will spend money just to get people's networks now. Mm. And a lot of people won't do that. That's like a free game. <laughs> Real quick, before we wrap up the show, I want you to think back to a point in today's episode where you had that aha moment where you got absolute certainty. You're like, I know exactly what I need to do now moving forward. And then I want you to remember how you found out about this show. Was it on someone's story? Was it a conversation with a friend maybe? Then I want you to go ahead and pay it forward. Because the way that the law of reciprocity works is that by introducing someone to something of value, they will always equate you with that value. Now, you guys know I don't run ads to this show. Everything is grown 100% organically, word of mouth. Now, if you want to play a part in the growth of this show, bigger guests, better stories, more content, and you want to gift that aha moment to more people all across the world, go ahead and pay it forward. It costs you nothing but it could be priceless to someone who needs it. Yeah, but you know, like what you just said there, it takes money to invest in the masterminds. Yeah. You know, so you've got to become someone that people want to be friends with as well. You oh, know? yeah, exactly. Like a lot of people aren't willing to do that. Like if, if I see someone and I'm like, okay, how has he got two Lambos right now? And he has a, a private network or something mm-hmm. like that that you can invest into. It'll cost me, I don't know, two and a half grand or something like that. Boom. I don't even need to think about it. I know that I need to get into that straight mm-hmm. away and then I need to figure out what what does he have right now that's getting him all that stuff and what network does he have? Is it going to benefit me when I'm inside of there? And yeah, there's a lot of opportunity out there. And it's your decision at the end of the day. Like you hear all these people like saying like, oh, it's a scam and things like mm-hmm. that. It's like, it's up to you to invest that money into that person. If you don't resonate with them, why are you buying into them? It makes yeah. zero sense to me. And so, yeah. if you don't agree with their motives, don't buy it. Like, I would mm. never buy something that where I don't agree with what the person does. It just yeah. makes literally zero sense. And I think that you've got a very weak mentality if you're if you're converting like that yeah so yeah, it's true and like it's a dance right it's kind of like when someone is on a youtube ad and they're like oh are you xyz da, 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 and you're thinking like yeah i'm ambitious yeah i want to make money yeah blah blah, blah. Mm. and then they go all right we'll buy this thing it's like well something's not right you gotta listen to your intention because i know i've definitely been roped in by the marketing tactics and all that kind of shit but you got to realize like would you swap places with that person? Mm. If not, don't take advice from them. That's a really good piece of advice yeah. that I think that everybody should listen to right now. I've never heard of that before. <laughs> um, but I think that that's a great piece of advice. Would you swap positions with them? Yeah. And um, yeah, that, that would probably answer all the questions that they need to, they need to know. And yeah. the majority of the time, you have the answers for yourself as well. You just, mm-hmm. want, you just want that extra nurture of mm. like you can... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but from someone else like agreeing with you yeah and i feel like as well like we want, we want the shortcuts like i was watching this youtube ad yesterday it was very enticing right and it was like you know um some of his clients you know were doing three hundred thousand dollar months for like five minutes work a day and all this kind of stuff he like never said what it was because like this ai driven revolutionary business model all this kind of shit and i'm kind of like there's a little bit inside of me that's going oh five minutes work i like three hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars but then the logic kicks in and it's kind of like that's not possible Mm. it's like what is the catch like what is it like that because yes there are fast tracks to money yes there are shortcuts and levers you that you can pull but at the end of the day like if you're looking for the quick win and you're trying to do anything you possibly can to avoid the work that is a downward spiral that you can get caught in really really quickly and that's what leads to what we started this podcast on jumping from thing to thing to thing because if you've been promised three hundred thousand dollars for five minutes of work and that doesn't happen in five minutes then you've just invested this time and you're deflated and you're going to bounce to the next thing mm. you know also like you can get a refund <laughs> yeah it's it's like completely illegal for the company that you're investing into to hold your money mm. i don't know if there's like a specific policy for it but you like I'm sh- you just get a refund mm. if you if you don't agree with the person that you I mean you shouldn't have invested him in, in the first place but yeah like you're entitled to a refund mm. refund it <laughs> so refund it. Yeah. yeah I mean if they held your money then it's probably a scam but yeah mm. well um gosh, one final question let's do it right, I really don't want this to end but yeah. 
It has to at some point. I've got to eat. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, literally, when I took that, like, because I haven't eaten any breakfast or anything yet, when I took that swig of tequila, it just, like, sat and started, like, burning yeah, my stomach. Yeah, I, I did a little bourbon. I tasted <laughs> the tequila. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. On that note. Yep. One more to wrap it up. Driving home like this. Mm. <laughs> mm. It's all right. I'm not going to lie. So, I've been turning into an alcoholic lately. Mm. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is so good. That is very cool. That needs to be sitting next to like a shisha or something. Maybe every podcast that you do, you make them flick it from mm. now on. It sounds like a meditation bell. Hang on. Hello, my children. <laughs> it's ASMR. Yeah, literally. Ecom ASMR. So, what do I want to ask you? How do I want to wrap this up? Money. Money. I don't know why I said that. I feel like we've been chatting about money the yeah, whole we have. fucking time, haven't we? So, um, all right, you've got you've got sixty seconds to spend with your eighteen year old self. Yep. Where do you take them? Where do you have this conversation? And what do you say to them? If I had sixty seconds to talk to myself, oh my god. I would, what's the out, like, ideal like, outcome or just- It's up to you. Okay. Well, I would say that you you probably need to create as much money as you can. Um, so, I would say get a job, make sure that you, you've got cash flow and then start going on and doing, I, I would probably now say invest in a mentor mm-hmm. that you resonate with and see how they can make you more money. That's what I would do. I would just be like, get a job get cash flow coming into your bank account and use that money to invest into yourself and in, just keep investing into yourself until you start making money in your own, like from your own business. Like, I think that that's the best way to do it, in my opinion. Mm. Did, like, people try to make money out of no money. You need to have some sort of money to- To multiply it. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. it becomes easier the more money you have. One times zero is zero. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's what I would say. I would yeah. say get a job, make sure you got money coming in, stop being lazy, get off your fucking ass. Like that's that's literally it. There's way too many lazy people out there that just think that it's going to fall in their lap and just don't give up. It's, it's literally don't give up, work every single day, start executing on it, make time for yourself. If you're working 12 hours a day, Make a time for five or five, like three or five hours where you can work on what you need to be doing to uh, create that business after the 12 hours of work. It's literally what I did. So, mm. I'm just telling you exactly what I, would, <laughs> what I did. That's, that's what I did. It's I would beautiful work for to look back in retrospect though and realize like what the things you've actually done that have gotten you here. It's crazy. You know? Like the, the manifesting, I would sit in my bed, vision tens of thousands of dollars, I, I saw photos. You had shit written all over your mirrors, yeah, like it was everywhere, dude. Like you went uh, all in. Oh yeah, I manifestation is like a whole topic that I could yeah. talk about in itself. And yeah, I I definitely I I got to the point where I didn't know when I was manifesting whether or not it was real or not. It felt that real. That's, that's what you when need to be you've cracked it. Yeah, like what you know when you go to get 10k out of the bank and if you're manifesting like what does the aircon feel like when you walk through mm. those sliding doors what does it smell like what is the chick going to say to you like the, the the chick at the counter going to say to you when you pull out the money or yeah everything do you get them in 50s or are they 100 exactly you need to yeah. know this stuff how many rubber bands plan it out because it's yeah. exactly what i did and then i walked yeah. in there and got 10k out mm. i remember that day wow yeah yeah i have like a little bundle of cash on my desk yeah that uh, that sits there in front of me um you know, like we've like we've talked about, you know, money's a measuring stick. Yeah, it's a multiplier. It is. Don't be afraid of the shit, people. Make some fucking money. Smell it. <laughs> I remember getting it out. I knew what it smelled like before I even got it out. Like that's how deep I was. It's like, yep, I remember this. I remember <laughs> this. Manifestation doesn't work without execution. So yeah, we'll leave it at that. Beautiful. All right, thank you so much, guys. Been Daisy and Sparks Young. Ah. <sighs> It was good. Thank you, dude. It was refreshing. Thank you. Of course, Thank bro. Thank you for the tequila. Yeah. Thank it's you gonna for It's going to be a compulsory vibes. shot every time yeah. a, new client, a new guest walks through the door. Honestly, guys, for all of you that are not watching right now, it literally looks like he's taken it out of like Pompeii. Some like ruin. This should be in a museum. Yeah. Beautiful. If you know alcohol, you'll know what that is. Mm. It's, a, it's, it's a really nice drink. And it's smooth. Azul. 
Yeah. Lovely job, Lee. Thanks, G. Cheers, bro. Appreciate it. Guys, I will see you all next Wednesday, bouncing with energy and full of love. Let's Peace. Let's get it.